What's up, y'all? You are tuned in to the Listen Up Podcast. I'm your host, Jess, and it's time for you to listen up to what God has called you to do. Let's get it. What's up, y'all? Welcome back. This is episode three. You are tuned in to Listen Up. I'm so excited for you to join me. Um, so yeah, first of all, stop what you're doing if you have not listened to episode two, stay in your lane. Uh so many testimonial, um, like reviews and text messages and messages from people I didn't even know talking about how that podcast really blessed them and helped free them. Um, I was definitely dropping some gems like, um, protect your energy, make sure you know your purpose, um, protect your purpose. Like, and it's just important that, um, we kind of learn that concept, especially when we are trying to do this thing called life. Right. All right. So to um, for this episode, we're going to be talking about accountability, right? And the importance of accountability. And man, like, I just, I don't know, God really put it on my heart to share this thing because I do think that um, a lot of us, especially within just even the Christian faith, to um, really struggle with um, the word accountability and having an accountability partner. Um, it can sometimes just really. Um, you your immediate thought about that is kind of maybe negative because you're just like, mm, I don't know how I feel about opening up, being vulnerable, being in my feelings, confessing my <laughs> my ratchetness and my sins to somebody, you know. Uh, but there is beauty in um, transparency, right? And learning how to connect with someone that truly cares about you and your growth within Christ and that you can, um, you don't have to do this life alone. And like I said, uh, one of the things that I have learned is that um, within my personal relationship is that one of the reasons I truly probably struggled with accountability is because um, for years I dealt with insecurity. Uh, And we got to be careful when it comes to um, who we let in our space and um, who who's in our village because um, there's going to be people that are not necessarily for you and constantly will tell you to probably to do things that you shouldn't do or uh, continue to lead you astray and not even lead you astray, honestly, continue to have you stagnant. Like you don't need people in your crew, in your circle, in your village of friends that just want to see you stagnant. If your friends are not trying to elevate you and motivate you and move you to the top and make you a better person and a better Christian and move forward and prosper, but they just want you to be just in that same brokenness, that same emptiness, that same insecurity that they low-key struggling with, but they don't want to tell you they struggling with it, like, yo, toxic, run, 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 okay? Like I said, there's beauty in having godly community and um, authentic relationships that want to um, help push you into that um, and push you into your purpose, right? And so, like I said, I'm going to be honest with you. One of the reasons I really struggled with accountability, um, yo, I, I had this thing where like, no, no lie. Like I was so quick to tell everybody about themselves. I mean, like, girl, let me tell you about yourself. <laughs> okay. But then when it came to me, I was like, oh, <laughs> girl, don't be telling me about myself. That's what you're not about to do. Cause you know, I got it all together. And when you have that mentality, 
And I'm like, come on, let's be honest on this podcast. Like, I know I'm not the only one that struggled with this thing. Um, when you are young and immature and you don't, and you wasn't really, you know, trying to hear the voice of God and you were just operating by your flesh and your attitude and stuff, you naturally do not want nobody telling you about yourself. Like, um, because then it starts to show the flaws in you. And if I can just, you know, be real, I used to have this such a perfectionist type mindset that, you know, I felt like I always had it together. Um, I always had the wisdom. I always, um, you know, I was the strong friend that all my friends would go to. So, you know, they really couldn't give me no advice that I didn't already know. Boo, no, that's not, that was far from the truth. And so for years I was, you know, kind of just going around, like I had accountability partners, like um, I had like um, some like my mentors and people that I, I really looked up to that I would talk to that would be really real with me um, and honest about decisions that I was making and things that I would say and just really challenge me and question me. Um, but I wasn't as receptive to it. And I, I think when we become so defensive, to criticism, to challenge. And I love this term, man. I'm an HR and I use this term all the time. It's called respectfully challenge. I believe that it's important that we um, learn how to respectfully challenge um, someone uh, with um, either when it comes to questions, just to keep digging, to understand, or um, we're challenging because we want them to see a different perspective that may help them um, to help them to grow, right? And so, uh, when I think about that term, you know, I was automatically not re- trying to receive it in a respectful way, but I was receiving it like you were being dif- uh, disrespectful or like you were really like trying me. Because I used to think I had it all together. And when you have that type of mindset, I'm going to just let you know, like, you are low-key just like you could be struggling with the insecurity that you don't know, um, um, struggling with some insecurities that you don't know and you haven't addressed. And also, um, you're not humble. And one of the things that God calls us is to walk in, um, to walk in this humble light and to make sure that uh, we never lose sight of... Um, like who we're drawing from. Like we don't draw from ourselves. We don't have it all together. We don't know everything. Like God has specifically placed um, people into our lives for seasons to help grow us and to help um, mature us um, spiritually. And so uh, accountability is not bad. It doesn't mean like, you know, I think, you know, when you have not truly become free in in yourself, in your relationship with God, you struggle with it. And um, you struggle with it maybe because you don't, um, you haven't been able to really address some of the hurt or maybe some of the deep sins and things that you have gone through. Um, And so when somebody gets even close to calling you out, you automatically get defensive and I can speak on this because I was I was struggling and trapped in the same mindset. So you need to watch out, first of all, for yourself. And you used to question, am I like that? 
Like if somebody were to really to give me some constructive criticism or to really challenge me, am I automatically getting defensive or am I being receptive to that feedback? Am I being receptive to the um, wisdom or to the challenge that they're giving uh, me? And then also you need to um, also take time and ask yourself who in my village is also like that. Because hear me out, yo, like this is real. Like if you got some friends right now, you got a group of your girls, your homeboys, it can be your cousins, your aunties, your mama, anybody, your daddy in your life that um, automatically continue to get defensive because you have, um, you're trying to either grow them or um, help hold them accountable and they just seem like they are totally against any type of challenge or any type of um, criticism. And like I said, it's not bad criticism because um, <clears throat> it's that constructive criticism that we really like say we like, but we really don't like. But we really do need to hear because especially when we know it's coming from out of love. Now, I just want to, I guess, let me drop the pin right here. Like if you do have friends that you know that are not doing out of love and just being shady, like, first of all, pump your brakes and cut off, cut, cut that friend off. Because at the end of the day, there, at the end of the day, there is a difference between, you know, you being shady with your accountability and you actually doing accountability out of love. And I think the friends that become really shady with it, that become, you know, really just petty and constantly want to call you out but never want to check themselves and never want to be receptive back to any other feedback, um, they are also hurting. And hurt people hurt people, right? We hear that saying all the time. And so um, watch who is in, who, who's in your village because... Um, you don't you have to protect your um you have to protect your your village and your environment and who you're letting in your space right protect your space protect the people that come um and set the boundaries because you have to you have to know um who is for me and who is against me and we got a lot of man we got a lot of counterfeit friends out here y'all counterfeit out here like heavy like they act like they really for you they 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 trying to you know you know really just camouflage their way but then when stuff really get real they fold they like come with you like just trifling and you just like dang like wait why you come at me like that or like you know I thought you were supposed to hear hear me out and be here for me I'm at my lowest and I need you and now you you you're turning your back on me now you're you're talking about me now you're you know and so then you get caught up because you haven't been intentional with your friendships and um, one thing God loves, he loves intentionality in everything we do. And as a Christian, we have to be intentional. We have to be intentional about who we let in our, um, let in our circle and our homes and in our secret places. We have to be intentional in our relationships and our friendships. We have to be intentional with our lives because... Um, if we don't create the boundaries, the enemy is sitting up there just waiting, 
waiting for the opportunity, waiting to send that raggedy friend that just is not for you, but will act like it camouflage themselves and be a whole um, counterfeit out here just waiting for you to screw up and constantly give you the bad advice, constantly, you know, keep you stagnant, don't want to see you elevate, don't want to see you move up within the world, don't want to see you even getting closer to God because they still struggling with their own stuff, you know, and so you got to be intentional about that. So, you know, when I talk about, you know, you know, protect your space, like who are you letting in your space? Like you have, you have decision rights when it comes to, who you want to be a part of your Christian walk? Who do you want to help pour? Um, who do you want to pour in? Um, have them pour into you? Who do you want to open up to? And we got to be cautious of that thing because I think um, accountability also takes vulnerability, right? So you have to be vulnerable. You have to be okay with being vulnerable. But that person has to earn your trust. So that don't mean you just open up to anybody and everybody because not everybody is for you. And so one of the things that, um, you know, I started to do is like I really started praying. I I, I remember when I was I moved into I moved to Mississippi. I was living there for three years and I was just asking God, like, can you really provide me with godly friends? I want godly friends. I need godly community because I was in this new transition of just really trying to focus on my relationship with God and killing that flesh. Yo, just killing the flesh because out here I was raggedy. I was living a raggedy life and I just was not trying to be intentional with anything. And I was just like, I need people that are going to support that have like minded um, beliefs and uh, when it comes to when it comes to sin and, and, and addressing sin and when it comes to the relationship with Christ and that will ultimately hold me accountable and um, you know when I when you start praying about people in your life God will start revealing things and he will also place people in your life too for specific seasons and um, I think we if we we don't take it serious because we're like, oh, God don't really care about, you know, who I'm who I'm opening up to. And it's like he does, because once you when you become vulnerable with someone and you become real like, um, you know, spirit, spiritually intimate with them and you're opening up your and you're confessing your sins and all of that thing is like you want to make sure that that person's heart is pure and your heart is pure when you guys um, come together and you start opening up with each other. And so that's why I say really take time and reevaluate your friends, like reevaluate the people you you're doing life with. Like, I mean, yeah, you may have history with them, like I said, but that doesn't mean that um, there's some, they're meant to be in your life forever. And accountability happens when you, um, you really take the time and you learn each other and you um, learn to be open with each other and know that if I, if you say something to me um, and it's, you know, to be confidential and it's to be judgment free and I can be vulnerable with you and I can be transparent with you um, and I know that you're going to give me wisdom and, and encouragement out of love, I know that I can do the same with you and you do it with me. And I think there's beauty in that because now you have a safe space. 
And I think we struggle a lot in our Christian walk, when, especially when it comes to sin, because we act like, oh my gosh, I did this big sin and like, you know, I can't share with nobody at the church because first of all, the church, child, messy, okay? Everybody business be out. Um, it really do. It do. Um, and um, and it, 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 it shouldn't be, but unfortunately it's like that, um, especially when you have more people that are religious versus, um, and versus having a relationship with God. Uh, we're worrying about the wrong things. And at the end of the day, it's really none of my business about what sins you're committing. It's about how can I pray with you through that? How can I share my testimony and help free you maybe? Or how can we work together and um, hold each other accountable so we can both um, help um, get free and break um, and get some breakthrough for whatever we're struggling with, right? But when you... Um, when you now have this bad view of like, oh, you don't want nobody in your business, and oh, you can't trust nobody, you start to bottle everything up. Mm. And you become in this, um, in, in bondage. You become in bondage. And now you're not living free anymore. You're living in this like... Um, in this in this dark place because you feel like dang nobody else can relate or understand what I'm going through and that's one of the um that's one of the things that you know the enemy will like for you to stay in that in that type of bondage and that way of thinking like oh my sister um, my brother and sister in Christ, um, they have never done this sin. They've never done the unthinkable, the unforgivable, um, the unforgettable sin. So now um, I can't share my experience with them. And I just want to tell you that's definitely a lie from the enemy um, because, you know, one of the things that we have to realize is that we all fall short. And so there's a lot of times, like I used to have to tell my friends because um, I'm the I, I used to be the friend. Definitely, I was the friend that a lot of my friends did not like to go to me, especially when it was like some stuff. They were just like, "No, Jessica's gonna judge me," and I used to hate that because I'm like, "Bruh, ain't I ain't got a heaven or hell to put you in?" To be honest, I don't. I ain't got no power like that, none. Because your girl is struggling herself, like the struggle, okay? And um and I and if you allow me, if you create a space for us to be real with each other and you open up with me, I'm never going to sit there and just be like, "Yeah, tell me all your tea," and I'm not going to sit here and spill what I got going on because I need I need freedom. I need, you know, deliverance from my things that I'm dealing with. So we can both talk this thing out. Um and so but my friends, they used to always be true because they used to think like, oh, um, with Jess, like, you know, your relationship with God, you know, is on a different level. So, you know, you're going to be judging me. And I'm like, no, like, I'm, yes, I'm the friend. I'm going to tell you what you don't want to hear. And sometimes accountability looks like that. Like, if we can just be real, don't nobody want to tell, nobody wants to keep hearing like, you know, you, you know, you wrong. You know, you shouldn't have did that. You don't want to hear the things that you know you should be doing. Your flesh is rejected of that. It's naturally rejected. But when you don't operate by the flesh and you start saying, God, like, humble me so I can receive 
um, a, a spiritual perspective, a godly perspective that will help grow me. Even deep down, it's checking me and it's like making me feel uncomfortable. We have to be, um, we have to be comfortable uh, with being uncomfortable. And that was something that has really just shaken me and ripped me up um, and wrecked me, uh, when, especially when I was just trying, try, I mean, doing this whole evolving journey. It's like you have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. God does not want us to stay in our comfort zones. He doesn't want us to stay in um, the mindset of thinking that we can't, um, that we're not going to be ever be able to uh you know, break free from whatever we're struggling with or dealing with, that we can't evolve from this, that um, sin cannot be forgiven. So we just keep on sinning and doing the same things. God doesn't want us to stay like that. He wants us to walk into freedom and he wants us to walk with liberty and, 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 and knowing that, you know, I don't, I don't even have to worry about so-and-so, you know, judging me because guess what? I know I've already been forgiven, but you have to have people that are surrounding you, that are pouring into you, that are um, challenging you in a, in a good way to make sure that you guys are staying in the right, um, staying in the right path and direction. And so, like I said, un- accountability can be very uncomfortable because a part of it, um, the Bible talks about, um, you know, us confessing our sins to each other. And so, when we're having to confess our sins. It's like, ooh, child, I don't want them to know how raggedy I am. Because we're still trying to put up this, like, this front, like, this facade or whatever. Like, we're still trying to, like, flex, like, we got it all together. And it's like, nah, bruh, you're broken just like me, sis. You're broken just like me. And it's okay. Because we're just two broken vessels asking God to help, help heal us. And we can't do this healing journey alone. We have to do it with each other. Um, the word, um, the Bible talks about, I think in Proverbs 27, 17, it says, iron sharpens iron, so a friend sharpens a friend. And that right there just really sums up why accountability is so important. Like, if you are truly my friend, like, you're not going to allow me to stay in my same mess. You're going to check me. But... Like I said, a lot of the a lot of the times we're not ready for that reality check because we haven't addressed the deep insecurities and issues that we're dealing with. And so we don't want nobody to check us and we're still trying to cover it up. And I, I like I said, I used to be like that where I wanted to tell I could tell everybody about them. But if you were telling if you were trying to tell me about myself, I was really just like, "Uh uh-uh, wait a minute, mind your business. (laughs) And I used to be such an advocate of the mind your business ministries. And don't get me wrong, because I still am. I think there's a time and place to mind your business. Mm. I'm going to repeat that again. I think there's a time and a place to mind your business, meaning (laughs) that does not, like, you have to use discernment. Okay, discernment is godly discernment from God and really ask God, should I really dig into this? And should I, you know, speak to my brother and sister or God? Is it do I need to step back because maybe my motives are not pure and I don't really need to I don't need to be in this in this 
I don't need to be in their business right now because I ain't even working, finished working on what I got going on or whatever the case may be. But I do believe that when we, when it comes to, um, you know, the whole mind your business, I, I, you know, mind your business ministries and all that. Yeah. It, it, like I said, it's a time and a place, but we want to ask God because when it comes to like my close friends, first of all, like I am not about to have my friend out here still just being raggedy, especially when as a, a person who is evolving um, and really on this um, uh, this journey of trying to push forward into purpose and in Christ, I see the blessings. I see the freedom that is here. So that naturally, like anybody that's in my circle, man, I want y'all to get the same type of blessing. I want you to get the same type of freedom. I want you to get the same type of come up. Okay. If I'm coming up, my friend's coming up. You're not about to sit here. Like you got to have a seat at the table too. And you got to be eating with me too. You're not going to be in the back. You're not going to be, you know, still in your same ways and me not say nothing to you. Cause then at the end of the day, if I'm not saying nothing to you, I'm not really your friend. I don't really care about you. I don't really love you. And at the end of the day, like if you know me personally, some of you may do and uh, may or may not or whatever, but when it comes to my village and the people that I do, I love and care about, like I'm going to intercede on them. I'm going to speak life into them. I don't want, because I, because I know I've seen how God has moved in my life and I've seen the come up in my life because I've been connected and I've allowed myself to, you know, get in relationship with God. I want to, I want the same come up for my friends. And if you got friends in your circle that are not for the come up and they just want you to stay stagnant, then they not your friends. They not your people. They don't need to be in your village because they sit up here and they could be actually just keeping you spiritually stagnant. Mercy. And that is one of the worst things is just to be spiritually stagnant and not challenge yourself to grow further in Christ and just to do the bare minimum. Like, I don't serve a bare minimum type God. I serve a God that goes above and beyond and he does exceedingly abundantly. So that means I got to live and operate in that type of um in that type of, uh, you know, atmosphere and in that type of movement where it's like, yo, everything that I'm touching right now, everything that God is touching and touching for me, he's about to go above and beyond my expectations. And I'm not, I'm not out here just trying to do the bare minimum. I'm out here trying to live the come up with God. Like, and if you're not trying to be in that same, you know, and you're not, you don't have that same energy that you're bringing to my, my, my people and my village, um, I'm gonna have to reevaluate that. I'm gonna have to just take my time. I may have to love you from a distance if you're still not receptive and I can still pray for you, but I need you to know that, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to hold you accountable and I want you to do the same for me. So we have to also, like I said, we have to create the space where um, your friends feel comfortable to have accountability and you being um, comfortable enough to receive it. And they know that you're willing to receive it as well, because it can be um, it can be very like um, it can be very, like I said, very uncomfortable and um, to where if you guys don't have open lines of communication about um you know, how your friendship should be, uh, that's when a lot of messy stuff starts happening. And like I said, a lot of the messy could be eliminated if we addressed and dealt with our insecurities. Like, yo, that thing, 
like I, that just spoke to me because I, I see it and I'm like, I look back at my life and I know how many messy situations that I was dealing with. And it took me a while until I drug my behind into a <laughs> into counseling and I sat with a licensed therapist and I started addressing addressing the insecurities that I had as a as a, a kid and a teenager and why was I doing the things that I was doing and why was I so involved? And now I'm like, yo, like you really won't be able to get free until you start addressing the insecurities and you start addressing and and confronting um, the things that you not necessarily ever wanted to confront, but you're confronting your brokenness, confronting your pain and being able to eliminate that messy out of your life when you start addressing the insecurities. And so, man, overall, I challenge you guys to get an accountability partner. Like, Really pray about who can um, uh, come into your life and be able to um, hold you accountable and that you can be open and transparent with, that um, you can be vulnerable with, that you can be honest with. Uh, and it um, you may already have somebody, but maybe you were struggling with receiving accountability because I think um, in both ways, when you're so used to, like you say, doing things your way and, um, you know, you just weren't, you you maybe weren't at that that free place to accept it, you weren't doing accountability the right way. And it's like, you can't just hold somebody else accountable and not let them hold you accountable, period. You can't do it. I mean, it's not right. And it, it's a lack of humility if you continue to operate in that type of mindset. So my challenge is to really find that accountability partner establish boundaries, and really start working on just opening up, confessing, um, really working on. Because what I want is every listener on this podcast to be on the journey of evolving and healing their brokenness to where they can walk and operate in the freedom that God has um, originally um you know, um, originally given to us and that we, but we're just not, we haven't learned how to accept that. Right. So find an accountability partner, pray, ask God, who is it that I can, um, uh, make or establish, or I may already have one, but I never knew that that's what it was called, you know? Um, but really like watch who, like who is, who's in your village? Because remember it takes a village to really, to, to walk this thing out and to um, really thrive. Not just, we don't want to survive, just survive with this cross, Christian walk. We want to we thrive. I'm not about just the surviving season. I'm about thriving season right now. So I just want every listener on here um, to really thrive into what God has called you to do and know that you can't do it alone. You got to get your crew together, whoever it is, your homegirl, your homies, your um, your friend, like your cousins, um, whoever, your church ministry leaders, whatever, your mentors, like call them up and really start because, man, the enemy, he be big mad when we really start walking in this thing and we really start moving forward and thriving into what God has called us to do. So yeah, that was my, you know, little take on accountability. I hope you guys receive it. My prayer is that you change, that you share this um, podcast and that it frees you um, and just, you know, challenge you 
to start thinking and doing some self-reflection about how you are receptive to accountability and how you can hold um, someone else accountable. All right, guys. So I will get back with you guys again on episode four. Please keep supporting. I love you guys. Stay blessed.